it's just that life is much more stressful. Um, I think that, you know, um, a lot of the things that we consider to help us be more efficient or do things more quickly, whatever, are in fact working against us. Um, and life is not easy. There's a lot more stress. Uh, you have most households now are where both people are working. So trying to, um, to work and raise a family and have some time for the marriage and have some time for yourself, it's just hard. It's just hard. So I would say our overall lifestyles are far more stressed and therefore um, you finally get a chance to relax a little bit and what do you do? You have a drink. This week, we look at a survey where two-thirds of the women respondents admitted to drinking more amounts, drinking more frequently, and drinking earlier in the day during this pandemic. Dr. Karen Sherman breaks down the findings. Stay tuned. Underneath the lights, I never want to give it back. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the brilliant, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Good to be here with you. Uh, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Um, uh, so I was uh, browsing around, and a new study came out, uh, Karen, about how pandemic anxiety um, has resulted in women drinking more. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the, the study came from Iowa State University, and it is based on an anonymous online survey of 546 women. Um, that were questioned between June 3rd and June 30th of 2020. Um, overall, nearly two thirds of the women reported drinking more since the beginning of the pandemic, including increases in daily drinking, drinking earlier in the day and binge drinking. Um, so really it seems like the drinking is up across the board. Does any aspect of this um, like drinking earlier in the day, for example, does any do do any of these aspects surprise you any at all? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, you know, and we'll get into the reasons why later. Um, but this is not at all surprising to me. I think that there has overall, I'm just going to make right. a statement. I mm -hmm. think that the pandemic has been stressful for everybody, mm -hmm. but in particularly 
women. Mm-hmm. Um, they have much more of a burden with the pandemic mm-hmm. as far as, um, you know, household managing. Many of them are still working, schooling the children. I think that the stress has been enormous. And unfortunately, um, a lot of them have taken to drinking as a way to relieve their stress. So I'm not at all surprised by any of those aspects. Right, right. Um, I mean, you you talked about um, the stress and household management and all that other st- stuff. Um, I'm, I'm as you were talking, I'm trying to look up the number here. Uh, women have lost, and this was at the beginning of 2021, uh, 5.4 million jobs. Uh, that they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you talk about who is bearing the brunt of the stay at home, take care of the kids, take care of the household, um, overwhelmingly, we saw that it was the women who who took that on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, to the yes. to the and wait 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 yeah. So wait wait wait. So I said so they're staying at home and working and taking care of the kids, and now you're saying that so many lost their jobs, True. but that's stressful also. Because right. now, how do you make ends meet? So either way, it's, you know, a lose-lose, <laughs> to be you, honest with no, you. No, you're right. And and uh, um, you're right. I actually did uh, twist, unintentionally twist what you had said. Um, but to the point that you made about women um, bearing the brunt of both the, the job and the household duties. We also know that that is true as well. So, mm-hmm. um, your, your point mm-hmm. is very well taken. Um, I was also thinking about the earlier drinking times kicking in and just thinking about, uh, how that might at least partly be contributed to, um, access because people have been, mm-hmm. women have been working from home and I'm, uh, mm-hmm. And so I would assume that, you know, if, if they worked a, let's just say a nine to five job and they drove home from work and they didn't get home until five thirty or six and, you know, then they prep dinner and then they start, you know, drinking at, with or at dinner or after dinner, um, you're looking at seven or eight, but you know, if you're home already, maybe that starts at four thirty mm-hmm. or five or whatever. So that's me trying yes. to play it out. I, I do think that's a good point. In addition, I think that the boundaries get blurred. Mm -hmm. So how do you decide, okay, this is the end of my workday, and now this is the beginning of my downtime? It all just blends into one big, we're home all the time now. And so, you know, let me grab something to make me ease some of the pain. Right, right. So it doesn't matter whether it's 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock or (laughs) (laughs) 4.30. Yes. Um, So... Uh, the interesting thing is that um, married women were experiencing the greatest increase in alcohol mm-hmm. use compared to other wo- mm-hmm. uh, women during this pandemic. Why do you think married women? Because typically we associate marriage with less drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because um, they have to have a little bit more responsibility. And I think that they are stuck at home more with their husbands, uh, even though there are benefits. You know, it's interesting. I'm in the community, as I've mentioned many mm-hmm. times before, 55 plus community. Um, and many women here are um, single, either by divorce or by being a widow. And through the pandemic, 
many times we would discuss the fact that, you know, it was so hard for them because they were so lonely. That being said, those of us who were married didn't find it so easy either because you couldn't get out of the house. Mm. You know, you're there with your husband and that constant being together can be stressful as well. Um, I, I just think that there, in this case, may be certain opportunities for non-married women um, that married women didn't have during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to throw another um, thing into there, which is I would assume, and I don't know the complete breakdown of the demographic that they surveyed here, uh, but the married women were probably more likely to have kids than I w- yes, than I agree women. with you. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, uh, again, adding on to that role of responsibility and the frayed nerves and mm-hmm. trying to get kids to take online classes and focus and keep the job or dealing with the loss of a job or just trying to, you know, deal with all the personalities stuck in a home for months and months and months. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, you know, another interesting thing is that alcohol use had already been on our, on the rise prior to mm-hmm. COVID-19 hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2019, the average number of drinks consumed by Americans, both men and women, uh, over the course of a week was four. And mm-hmm. that is up from an average of 2.8 in 1996. So it is mm-hmm. a 43% increase, mm-hmm. which is like really a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wh- what do you make of this like overall general increase in alcohol consumption by Americans over the last couple decades? I think it's just that life is much more stressful. Um, I think that, you know, um, a lot of the things that we consider to help us be more efficient or do things more quickly, whatever, are in fact working against us. Um, And life is not easy. There's a lot more stress. Uh, You have most households now are where both people are working, so trying to um, to work and raise a family and have some time for the marriage and have some time for yourself, it's just hard. It's just hard. So I would say our overall lifestyles are far more stressed and therefore um, you finally get a chance to relax a little bit and what do you do? You have a drink. Mm. I can okay, so I would like to place a, a, a little bit of a devil's advocate here. Sure, um, because you are, and I think uh, appropriately so, um, talking about alcohol as a vice to deal with the stresses of society and you know whatever. Um, can 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 we also make an argument that life's been pretty good? Um, for the majority of America over the last couple of decades, crime is at like an all time low. Um, the economy had its longest stretch of expansion in like American history, or at least going back a century. Um, you know, we have, yes, we've been in long standing wars, but they are far off. And really the brunt of that has fallen on just a very small collective of American families. And so in general, um, 
people have been living a pretty, and I know this is a very broad general statement, but like Americans have been living a pretty good lifestyle. And so, um, alcohol is part of that, like good living, not necessarily like dealing with the mounting credit card debt and everything else. Well, because I respect you, I will say possibly. I guess it just doesn't resonate for me, Steve. Mm -hmm. I really don't think that the majority of Americans would say to you that they feel like they're living the good life. I think that that is really um, something that a certain portion of the society feels, but I think the majority of people would not feel that way. The middle class has pretty much vanished Mm -hmm. and there is a big disparity between the haves and the rest of the people. Right. Okay. That's my take on it. So, but again, I, I respect your opinion and, you know, perhaps that's true. I would love our, our listeners to weigh in on that, whether they feel they're more stressed or whether they feel that life is basically good, so why not? I truly mean that. Yeah, I no, would invite it, our listeners to weigh in on that. I mean, it's interesting because I, I, um, I believe two things can be true at the same time, um, and mm-hmm. I, you know, because I obviously I acknowledge that the the have and have nots is that gap is widening, and the the the, the death of the middle class and all that stuff. Um, I also think about. Uh, and, and now I'm making it a little bit personal. Um, you know, I've hitched, for example, we've had a a wine club, uh, we no longer have it, but we used to have a wine club and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I, and I belong to another wine club as well. When I had the income to support multiple wine clubs and it was like the good living. Right. And Mm -hmm. my alcohol consumption, um, with the wine clubs for sure went up. Um, and so I guess that's where I was coming from in, in terms mm. of, uh, availability, good times that, that was kind of where my, my head was at. Um, but I, you know, I acknowledge what you're saying and, um, just thinking about, I guess I think about like when I go out onto the golf course with my friends and, um, there, you know, we're out golfing and, uh, having a beverage or two and it's not because we're stressed out. It's because we're relaxing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I realized that that automatic, like just that conversation coming out of my mouth, the things that I just said sounds pretty damn <laughs> like, uh, like pretty damn privileged. I get that part of it. So, uh, like maybe I'm just, um, talking from the wrong side on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. so, but just trying to throw it I out will, there. Though, I will, though, as you were talking, something else occurred to me about why there's more drinking during the pandemic, mm-hmm. which is that we couldn't go out. We couldn't go to movies. We couldn't go to dinners. We couldn't go to shows. We couldn't do a lot of activities. So you have this extra money. And so therefore, it's like, well, what the hell? You know, I might as well have a drink mm. because I've got the money, you know, to spend on the alcohol. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. But but it's also very interesting that if you remember the beginning of the pandemic when we were closing everything down, mm-hmm. wine stores, liquor stores were allowed to stay open. It was considered an essential 
business. Right, right. That's quite a statement. Right. No, that's true. It was like we were um, allowing people to self-medicate. That's mm-hmm. so true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, okay, so in regard to the overall trend, uh, white, college-educated, and higher-income women experienced the greatest increase in alcohol consumption in recent years and drink significantly more than do other women. Um, mm-hmm. So this is not necessarily pandemic-related. This is just like overall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Why this specific demographic? Okay, so you have to help me. I read this study. <clears throat> it seemed to me that the group that they surveyed was this demographic. I don't know that they really looked at other demographics because I believe at the end of the study they said they would need to gather data on different groups of people to make the comparison. So is that really a fair question? That's number one. Okay, I'm pulling up the study. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pulling up the study really quick because, okay. Um... So this is so this is actually in reference to I think this is going back to that data pulling the increase from 1996 mm, okay. all the way to the present day and it okay. was saying that 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 increase the, the one that we just talked about with the 43% increase overall for Americans okay the white okay. college educated women were the ones who experienced the most increase out of that group of Americans okay so my other thought is they were making a point in the study about religiosity and that those people, those women who are more religious, Mm -hmm. did not seem to have as much of a drinking uh, interest. Right. And perhaps people who are um, in this group of the white college educated and higher income are not as tied to religion. I don't know. What do you think that that's? I mean, that's I I love that. Yeah, I love that because we do know that um, the more education that you have, and again, in general, um, the less likely you are to be um, very religious and right. uh, and participate <clears throat> in a religion, um, mm-hmm. actively at least. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. Um, I, I was uh, uh, I had another thought on this, but then I lost it. Um, yeah, I, I think I like that. Um, the other thing I will say about the religion part of it is when you were, when we're talking about vices, um, some people like that's where they go when they are stressed out, right? Like they will dive into the religion um, Mm -hmm. and they will dive into prayer and that community. Whereas people without it might choose alcohol instead or some other vice. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, that would make sense too. Okay. Um, okay. So then if, if we are talking about that, we believe the, the increase in alcohol consumption, uh, for men and women is a result of the pressures and the stress that we're currently feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, what's a healthy way of dealing with that stress that does not involve, uh, increase in our alcohol intake. 
okay, there's so many um, <laughs> possibilities. Right. Uh, um, from uh, now that the weather's nice, or some people, even when the weather's not nice, getting out into nature, mm-hmm. walking, doing exercise. Exercise is a great stress buster. Uh, watching funny uh, movies. Humor is a wonderful stress buster. Um, meditation, talking to friends. Um, that's really important because mm. especially during the pandemic, when there's such a sense of isolation, um, it's really important to try to connect. So whether it be on the phone or through Zoom, which everybody got to hate, but it was still a very important vehicle through which to connect during the pandemic. Um, you know, lots on just even sitting down and having a cup of tea, um, and just taking some time for yourself. You know, one of the things that, um, I read was to structure your day, but in the day to actually time, actually schedule in time where you relaxed and did nothing Mm. because relaxation, um, uses parts of yourself that are, um, the antithesis of stress. Mm -hmm. So there are so many ways to deal with stress other than, you know, drinking or drugs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you were going through your very excellent list there, I was trying to think of some other ones. Um, I think dipping into some sort of art project or Mm. artistic Mm -hmm. expression. So writing, playing music, painting, whatever, Excellent. I think mm-hmm. those are good. I, I know you mentioned exercise, but um, I was just going to add, and I've said it on the podcast before, like that is my stress outlet is exercise. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I I, <laughs> I don't know how to function if I can't exercise. It uh, it really fuels me. Um, I You know, the other thing that um, I don't think people realize is sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, people need sleep. They need rest. Yes. Yes. Um, that, that's another one that is popping into my brain here. Um, so yeah, those are, those are all excellent ones. Um, before we go, Karen, wait, it, I just want to add one oh, more thing yes. that here's my, here's my addition. Okay, here we go. That when we, um, do alcohol or drugs, whatever, what you're basically doing is you're trying to avoid whatever negative feelings you're having whether it's stress or irritation or whatever it is, that to me then says that one of the best things you can do is to acknowledge what you're feeling, not try to push it away, to acknowledge it, to not be upset with yourself that you have those feelings, you know, to allow yourself to have compassion for yourself. Um, And again, not push it away because it is the attempt to not recognize it, but just like, oh, this feels lousy. I, I, I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. And one of the you know best ways to not deal with it is to have some drinks and push it away. It's only going to um, come out in some other form, whether you express anger, whether you um, yell at your mate, uh, whether you end up doing even more harmful behaviors, it's really, really important to acknowledge whatever you're feeling. You know, during the pandemic, there were a lot of people in my community who would say to me, 
um, you know, I'm starting to get depressed or I'm starting to, to be so bored or whatever. And my answer to them was, sure, you know, a lot of people are feeling that and it's okay. And it's good that you're noticing it. And just the awareness and acknowledgement of it mm. will allow it to pass. Mm-hmm. So um, it's important to know your feelings and to say, it's okay, I can have them. Yeah. So really, I mean, turning towards whatever the issue is, not away from it because it's not going to disappear um, unless until, no. until you acknowledge it and or ad- directly address it. Yes. Yes. Love it. That is a great addition. And um, with that, we will wrap it up. So thank you so much, as always, for your time and expertise, Karen. I'd love to uh, do this with you every week. Thank you. And before we go, I want to remind you again that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. You can also find this information on our website, hitchedmag.com, where we have our full podcast archive. Uh, thousands of articles available to you for free on a very wide variety and range of topics that pertain to the marriage lifestyle. Um, And we also have a newsletter that goes out each Monday uh, for free, and it takes about 30 seconds to sign up. So if you're interested, please do that. That is going to do it for us this week. Until next time, take care, everybody. Now